0: you are listening to purposeful woman podcast i'm your host yolanda postel and i'm here to encourage you to be bold step out on faith and be the amazing woman god has called you to be let's get into this episode Hey, welcome to yet another episode of Purposeful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Postel, and I'm glad you're able to join me. Last week's episode was tips for making sure your potential Mr. Right isn't Mr. Wrong. I thought I would continue along that same line of discussion when it comes to dating and relationships because there's a lot of women out there and men that still are waiting for their right person. But for you ladies out there that are single, that are looking, or you're already dating and you've been dating a while and you're ready to take your relationship into a different direction, well, I have yet another episode just for you. And the reason why I'm doing this episode, it's not because I think I'm so great and know so much. We're all here for one another, and I want to see your relationship succeed. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. And I want your relationships to be healthy and happy. And oftentimes, some of that comes because minor mistakes of Uh, things that we just do out of ignorance. We weren't taught, or maybe it was just something that was never discussed. So out of sight, out of mind, you don't think about it until it's something that comes along later in your relationship. And that small issue, or what you thought was a small issue, blows up into something that is, or could be a huge problem. So All that being said, I'm just going to jump right in. One of the first things when you begin dating and you have been dating a while, maybe a month or two down the road, and you haven't really discussed the direction of your relationship then Perhaps it's time to have a discussion with that person as far as expectations are concerned. The person you're with could be thinking that the time of dating is just having a good time and this is something with no strings attached. So one of the most important things is really making sure that you are clear on what you want and that they are clear on what they want. Now, after a couple of months, if you have not had the discussion about exclusivity, if that's something that's you want right now, then you should consider making that known that you care about the person and you're not trying to be out there with someone that's dating multiple people if that person is on the same page you are, then it's it's not even a, a point that is going to be a big deal. However, if they are not ready to settle down or take that relationship to the next level, then of course, they're going to let it be known to you. If they don't want to be in a one-on-one relationship and you do and they choose to depart then it's probably best that they go on their way before you get too attached to someone that has made it clear that they don't want to be and there's no such thing as a one-sided relationship that means you're basically in it by yourself so definitely make it clear as far as expectations Also, where is the relationship going? Are you dating with the expectation that it will lead to engagement or marriage eventually? Is engagement or marriage even something that that person wants? Because again, you have people out there that love to play and they are not trying to be serious. So if you know for a fact that they don't want marriage, and and they don't want to go in that direction ever, it's not ever in their plan, and they've made it clear to you, and they don't seem to be changing, take that as your clue, that they're telling you right there what they want. I mean, you can choose to keep dating them, you could choose to keep hanging around if you want to, but if they've already made it clear that you're just going to be their plaything whenever they're available, then it's up to you whether you want to lower your standards and accept that. And I say lower your standards because I see a lot of women who know what they want, but they are just accepting and settling for less. And as women, if you know what you want, don't settle, don't settle in that regard. Don't allow yourself to get attached to someone who has already let you know they're not going to be available for you. The only thing that is going to do is set you up for heartbreak. So once you've gotten to that point where you clearly know what you want, then again, sit down, have that conversation and really hash out your expectations and direction that your relationship is going in. Number two important thing is boundaries. A man, he's going to do whatever he wants to do until somebody lays down some boundaries. And if you are in a relationship and you have taking it to a semi-serious level, then it's up to you to have that discussion as far as what your boundaries will be. They may be engaged in behavior or doing things that are a problem to you, but in their mind, they're thinking, well, what's wrong with it? I don't see anything. I don't see anything wrong with it, but it's a clear boundary violation. So Without knowing, they are going to continue. And sometimes we think that somebody should automatically know. I can't tell you how many times that I've said or heard other people say, well, they should just know. No, they don't just know. (laughs) I've come to learn that no, they really don't just know. Because, you know, when I first got married, my husband, some of his behaviors and things he was doing, I did not like, but I didn't let that be known. I mean, I, I we, had, we talked about certain things, but there was other things where I would just get mad at and I would talk about it in passing, but we never really sat down and had a serious, serious conversation about it. Um, and my thought process was, well, they should just know And I came to learn that, honestly, he really didn't know. (laughs) So having that expectation for yourself, what are your boundaries? First, you have to be clear on what your boundaries are before you can even um, have that discussion with them about what your boundaries will be. So if you don't want to be with someone who's out till three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning every weekend, And they are doing that consistently. That's something that they've done all this time. And they get with you and they're still doing it. And that's not the type of life you want to live. And you haven't made that known. Then it's up to you to open your mouth and tell them what your boundaries are. Because they're going to continue on. And you may get some pushback. But again, it's up to you whether you want to stay or continue to let your boundaries be violated. Another thing is what if they are out there. I'm just using this as an example. But let's say there's somebody that they're they're friends with all their exes. And they're always hanging out with their exes. And going out with their exes. And you never said anything. Honey, It's that's on you. If you allow that to continue. It's on you. Because... They are going to think there's nothing wrong with it, that they've been doing what what they're doing. And people don't know they're crossing your boundaries unless you tell them. You've got to not only tell them that they are crossing your boundaries, but you've got to stand firm on what your boundaries are. It's like, honestly, sometimes it could be like dealing with a little kid. You know, you tell that little kid, I don't want you to be up past nine and they know that you don't want them being up past nine, but every now and then they're going to try to test you. She really serious about this 9 p.m. thing, me going to bed. Eh, let me see if I can get her to let me stay up till 9, 15, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, 11 and soon they're just going to bed whenever they want to go to bed. And then you're trying to get that back under control. I hate to compare men to children, but you know, if the example fits. So, <laughs> and, and honestly, that example could fa- fall with anybody. When you set that expectation and that boundary, it's up to you if you allow it to be crossed. So stick with your boundaries Be firm in what you want because it's your life and it's up to you to to make decisions that will make your life more pleasant, not make your life more of a headache or make your life more stressful or give you more worry. I mean, that is not what God wants for you at all. He wants you to make decisions that are in his will and he wants you to live a joyful life that is peaceful, and he wants you with the right person. So part of that is just sitting down and letting those things be known. So you've been in your relationship a while, and maybe you've gotten to the level where it's been long enough for you to be exclusive. You've had the discussions, marriages on the table. Um, you've got your boundaries straightened out. All of that's clear. And you both know, of course, again, that marriage is what you want, but what is your timetable? Sometimes both people could want to be married and The man may think, oh, well, I want to be married, but I want to be married five years from now. And the woman may want to be thinking, I want to be married, but I want to be married a year from now. Well, that's a huge gap in in timetables. It's another moment to really get together and discuss what do you want as far as the timetable for marriage. Don't fall for what I call the shut-up ring. The shut-up ring is real. And what is the shut-up ring? It's the, you know, you've been bugging me to marry you, and so I'm just going to give you this ring to shut you up. I'm going to ask you to marry me to shut you up. Now, I don't want to get married next year The year after that, the year after that, I want to get married six to 10 years from now. But this ring is enough to keep to hold you off and shut you up. If your timetables do not match. Ladies, I beg of you, please do not accept the shut up ring. Don't do it. Don't accept the shut up ring because all that's going to do is waste years of your life. When I met my husband, he had this grand five-year plan of the timetable for us dating and all of this stuff. And then we were, if things worked out, we would get married five years later. I looked at him like he was crazy. And I said, do you think I'm going to waste five years of my life for you to figure out if you want to marry me? Five years? A half a decade? I don't think so. But those are my standards. And I know everybody else's standards are different. But I've seen women get the shut-up ring and never, ever, ever get married. Now, to me, that doesn't make sense. I was clear on what I wanted. I wanted to be engaged. I wanted to be married. I didn't want to live together or none of that stuff because... As a woman of God and um, having my beliefs, there was for me cohabitating was not was not for me. Uh-uh. It was against um, it was against my beliefs. So that was not something I wanted to do. So I knew that marriage was a must if that person was the one for me. If marriage really is what you want, and if if you see that this is the direction um, that both of you seem to want, then definitely, definitely sit down and make sure that your timetables match. Of course, nobody's going to stick exactly to the timetable. It could be a year and two months, you know, but I'm just saying, you know, have your timetables hashed out so that you're clear, he's clear, there's no error for miscommunication or misunderstanding. Last point, children. It's interesting to see You know, when I was younger, a lot of people I knew had children at a younger age. And so a lot of my friends out in California, our kids are grown. (laughs) I mean, some of them have young children, but for the most part, most um, people I know, their children are teenagers or well out the door years ago. However, coming to the South, it's a slightly different culture. So a lot of people took a different path and they have children later in life. So you have a lot of women who want children and then you have a lot of men that have already had children. Is that the case for everybody? No, but children most definitely be something that both of you are on the same page about because often let's say the man has children already he's 45 you're 42 and you've been in a relationship things are going great but you want babies and you want multiple babies and his thought process is i don't want babies i've already had my children then that is going to be a humongous source of conflict. Now, you can continue on in the relationship. You can hope they change their mind. You can hope he'll think, well, you know what? I think I do want kids with her after all. But if he's made it clear multiple times and it's six months to a year later and he hasn't budged on that, then you have a choice. You could either have a childless future Or you can let that go and find someone whose desires for marriage and children are in line with what you want for yourself. Because you don't want a man to feel trapped and you don't want um, to be set up for disappointment. And having children is something that you should, if you want children then why should you settle for less and keep hoping that somebody will change their mind so make sure you have that discussion so that you are not disappointed now there are people out there for you there's there's men out there that haven't had children that would love to start a family and there are women out there, maybe, um, maybe some of you, you say, well, you know, um, I have children and here's another thing. Let's say you have children that are are grown and he wants children. Do you want to have more children if you're 45 and he's never had any, and he's ready to go and have two or three more children? Is that something what you want or are you willing to do that? Because if you're not to say yes and continue in a relationship where you know you don't want children and he does, that can actually, if you do end up getting pregnant and end up having children, of course, I know you'll love the child and everything, but it could also cause resentment, right? Right. Because now you, you're you maybe doing something or entertaining something that you don't want to do. Why even go there if you know that you don't want children and you know, hey, this shop right here is closed. Ain't nothing else coming out of here. <laughs> that's it. If you know it's not what you want, then then cut your ties and go on in your own direction. There's no point in entertaining something that you know good and well you do not want to do. And that's not for you. And it's okay. Children... I've come to realize that some people don't want children for various reasons. And if that's the life they choose, so be it. I know God said, be fruitful and multiply, but some people that's just not the choice they make. And if they don't want kids, so be it. Sometimes people's situation is where they cannot have kids physically. And so if, They cannot have the child from their own body. Maybe they had serious fibroid issues. And um, as women, you have had to have a hysterectomy or maybe you've had, um, oh my goodness, endometriosis. And you've had to have that hysterectomy and you can't have kids and you just don't want to adopt. So you chose not to have children at all, but that man wants kids and he says, let's adopt. And, And if you're not open to it, be clear. And it's Okay. It's okay. However, just be honest with each other about what you are expecting, about everything. Because I've, again, come to learn that those things that you ignore and you hope that they'll get better and you hope that they'll resolve itself, oftentimes it will not. And it is something that that um, has to be discussed. And one of the funniest things to me when I when I, I I still like watching certain dating shows, not all. And me and my husband, we actually sit there and we have our conversations. you know, we're one of those couples where it takes us it could take us an hour and a half to watch a 30 minute show because we'll pause and say, did you hear what this person said and we'll have discussions as the show is going. But what cracks me up is when people say, well, I'm a big communicator. I'm a, I communicate well. I just think that that's hilarious because they, in their mind, oftentimes people think they're great communicators. Hey, me and my husband, we we were one of those. We are great communicators. Oh yes. I know how to communicate, but there is a deeper level of communication required when you are in a relationship. And that surface level, that surface level communication you can get away with when you're dating, uh -uh, that stuff does not work when you delve deep into marriage. That's when you are really going to learn the art of communication and negotiation. But that's another story and another topic. But uh, I just, again, I think it's so hilarious because we both had to learn to communicate because you can learn to communicate with all kinds of other people. That does not mean that you know how to clearly communicate with a person that you are in a serious relationship and you will find that out through time, but your communication will improve and things will get better as long as you are honest and keep it 100. So as long as you do that, you are fine. Oh, And one more thing I want to say is when that man shows you who he is, believe it. Don't go into this relationship thinking you have the power to change him. Let me tell you, the only person that has the power to change somebody is God. And when that man meets the right person, you're not going to have to nag him to change He's going to straighten himself up all on his own. So if you are with somebody and you got to nag him to do this, nag him to do that and nag him to try to change this area and nag him to try to change that area, honey, most likely you, you may not be the one because, and I'm not talking about nagging on little tiny things. First of all, nagging is obnoxious. Does all get out. So I hope none of you are naggers. And if you are, Please work on it. That's um, <laughs> such a side note. But, uh, you know, it, to, he'll change for the right person. And you can't do it. You can't make him change. Because when a man knows what he wants, trust me, he is going to handle his business. So... So, if there's if you're seeing signs and things that you think you're going to make him fix, I think twice on that, and uh, be real with yourself. All of that to say, it what you choose to accept in a relationship is up to you. So, to make sure that you're going in the same direction that you have the same plans, the same expectations and clarity. Discussions are a necessary part of it. And just making sure that you're both on the same page, because when you do that, your life will be a lot easier. You'll avoid a lot of unnecessary problems. So, just just make it known make it known don't don't settle for less don't sweep things under the rug don't hope and wish things will get better just make things clear and i wish you all the best of luck in love and relationships well that concludes this week's podcast be sure to subscribe to purposeful woman on your favorite podcast platform You can also follow me on YouTube, Yolanda Postel. Remember, as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith, and allow God to lead and guide you.